Well, hello everyone. It's a pleasure to be back again on Sidi Bath, and uh, this time it's a uh, quite a different episode. And I think uh, in the last episode I was not there, so this time I made up for it, and I'm right here along with my co-host Lavrid Kaur, and we have Ms. Divya Ram with us, who's going to talk about a very interesting topic on independence of women, and she'll share her perspectives. Uh, before uh, going into the episode, let me introduce Divya for most of those who do not know. She's currently a software project manager at uh, General Electric, which is a very prominent company. I'm sure many of you have heard it. And then she's also a professional model with nine years of experience. And she was uh, she's done her master's in business administration from Nottingham Business School. And uh, she has done her engineering from SRM. And she, I can go on and it's a quite a very impressive profile. And uh, given that she has taught underprivileged students in summer camps and NGO run schools in India, I think it's a very interesting episode. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting conversation. So Divya, uh, over to you. You can just give us a brief intro about yourself and then uh, you can just uh, start off with what you wanted to talk about. That is independence of women with your journey and that's how it is. Over to you. opening remarks is there basically uh, thank you pavan for a warm welcome and uh, first of all thank you for having me on cd bath it's an honor to be on a podcast for youth leaders because uh, i really want to motivate youth and how much how much of a little i can do to contribute to their growth would be a privilege for me so it's a great initiative keep it up Uh, so i'm a project manager as you mentioned i'm currently settled in uk i'm working with ge in their renewable energy division and prior to this i was doing my mba uh, with nottingham trent university so the transition from a student who's on student visa to a permanent employee who's on work visa was the most difficult part uh, so it took me 8 months to land a placement with ge and that eight months every single day was filled with rejection because i remember i at least applied for around 200 job applications and every day i used to wake up to an email which said you your profile has been rejected you have been rejected you have not been selected hope and positivity only kept me going and every day i used to fight like no i'll land a job no i'll land a job so that was a struggle and i was great i'm grateful to god that yes i did land up a job and it's it was a dream job to work in a company like ge uh, it, it was a dream come true uh, so that was a professional struggle uh, coming to my modeling career so i think i started modeling uh, in my engineering days as you mentioned i did my engineering from srm chennai beautiful university to be part of it not only gave me educational or i'll say bookish intellect but also widened my horizon towards the cultural field i learned dancing literary events and uh, you know modeling so that was my first encounter with fashion and during my four years you know there are a lot of budding talents there photographers designers who want to shoot you and you enjoyed the four years so there were two parallel fields i was always in studies and then the cultural so i did a lot of modeling a lot of shoots fashion shows it was fun and then we all graduated and as all engineers do i was in the rat race of finding a job i was uh, lucky enough uh, i would say after like 4 5 months of struggle i landed a job with glaxo smith klein knowledge center in gurgaon and i took one year uh, to settle down in the firm 
and i never realized i could take modeling as a career professionally i think it was like a dream somewhere deep inside but i d- really did not have the courage and i never thought i can pursue it professionally but after one year of working in the corporate life i i started realizing some monotony and then i thought no some very major part is missing in my life and what is it so it was modeling and that was a very brave decision because coming from a middle class family you wouldn't hear anyone saying okay they'll say i want to become a doctor an engineer a pilot maybe but not a model so here i was in delhi where thousands of you know budding uh, individuals want to aspire a career in either acting or modeling basically the uh, fame world and i had not a lot of money in my pocket to get my portfolio done from the big names in the industry like dabu ratnani and all no godfathers no godmother no contact basically and i was struggling so i had my portfolio very basic one and i used to roam around delhi uh, meeting all possible designers brands uh, uh, you know all modeling agencies getting rejected every single day from the most demeaning comments which said that you can never be a model <laughs> you don't look like a model to you know it was a huge struggle basically and in that struggle a beautiful opportunity called miss capital of india uh, came in front of me so when they say right uh, if you really really aspire for something the whole universe conspires for you to achieve it i believe in that and it was mere coincidence that i pounded upon that opportunity and i thought okay uh, it's really difficult to enter the world of fashion so let's enter it through the beauty pageant route i thoroughly prepared for the beauty pageant i lost around 10 12 kgs i from a street food lover i went on to proper healthy gym for diet i joined gym i used to walk in uh, 5 in 5 6 in stelitos for hours practicing ramp walk mock photography you name it i groomed myself to be the next miss capital of india and i'm grateful to god yes i won the beauty pageant in the year 2017 and uh, that was my entrance into the world of professional modeling uh, from an amateur model who used to do modeling in college so yeah lot of struggle lot of hard work there but when i look back i'm really happy and proud that i never gave up and i worked towards my dreams relentlessly yeah something something that connects the entire story is that divya never gave up and she constantly mentioned in every phase that she underwent rejections it was not like in the first go she got to become a model she got to become a, a, a project manager there were always rejections but she never gave up that is something common in all the aspects of life that she shared well divya first of all you deserve a huge huge round of applause you kudos to you and you absolutely absolutely deserve to be a model you are absolutely gorgeous and talented whoever said that i think they got their answer as soon as you won the pe- uh, pageant but uh, yeah let me say this again to you you are absolutely gorgeous and you deserve to be a model you are a model already so so great uh, grateful to have you on our podcast at the first place i didn't get the chance to welcome you so welcome and thank you so much now that i've heard your introduction in detail i think it's a privilege for us to have you on the platform to encourage everybody Uh, and the first question that comes to my mind after listening to your introduction will go on all the aspects though but the first question is uh, like you said being an uh, middle class uh, you know a girl from middle class family with not a lot of finances sorted with an engineering degree in hand at the first place 
the thought of becoming a model is far fetched for most of the girls even if i can if even if i talk about myself i think that is the last thing i would think of when it comes to uh, a career like developing a career right so there are people who always just say okay maybe you can become a model you have a charming face you have very good height and stuff like that so what was your encouragement you know uh, how did you start that journey was there somebody who suggested you that probably you should go into this line or is was that a dream like every little girl has you know dressing up in in front of the mirror and putting on mom's nail paint and lipstick and like trying to become a model or something so how how did it all started how did this thought ever enter your head achieving it was like the next phase of course so how did this uh, start when did this start modeling in particular i guess started only from university because uh, before that i never really knew a world of fashion existed you only see it in television where you know the actors are posing but even before that if i go back to my school days uh i have been a big victim of bullying so i was very chubby as a child okay and uh, very tomboyish also because i never really felt i can look good and <laughs> so that fire was inside me that you know like guys used to come to me and say yaar wo ladki pata de please get us that girl and even in every aspect even uh, Uh, even be it educational or anything when you're bullied you you are a loner and no one talks to you you're made fun of you're mocked and so somewhere it instilled in me that fire that i want to prove the world you cannot look down on me you cannot mock me and that fire was somewhere there and what burnt it was when i went to my engineering and i saw that no when i can look good you know i can dress up and uh, that empowered me that feeling empowered me because when uh, when you have the talent and you outshine not in a bad way but when you come out of the crowd and you have an identity people really respect and recognize you yeah yeah and having a background where i was bullied that that was tenfold and wanting to you know uh, to show the world that you know i am worth it <laughs> I think it's important to realize here, guys, that a lot of girls um, undergo this phase, including me. That some of our guy friends, you know, they are so chill with us, and I, I, I don't, I don't mind behaving and being a tomboy. I think I, I have that character in me as well. Yeah, I'm not same. I mean, my brothers, I mean, Dipavar and Samir, two of my best friends, they don't even consider me a girl for that matter. while they're talking to me so it's okay i mean if it's your personal choice to always yeah. uh, look like a tomboy and be chill and all good but i think it's uh, it's responsibility of everybody to make sure that you're not bullying somebody to an extent that it uh, takes upon their mental health right takes upon their mental peace True. so it's, it's always important to respect uh, the other person uh, regardless of how they are dressing or how they are looking and of course i relate with you on this because as soon as you enter engineering you realize how dumb you are <laughs> no sense of dressing up whatsoever because girls out there you know they'll be like tip top yes. and all dressed up and you know with the bag in their hand a sling bag sometimes and with those short skirts and stuff and we over there look like the school children with the oil in the hair and <laughs> a long uh, a long ponytail and you're like what am i even looking like right now <laughs> so that that comes in every girl's life okay pavin enough of girl talk uh, i think you'll you'll ask her the next question <laughs> yeah so i have uh, one question so uh, so far uh, we have discussed about uh, you know uh, how to uh, deal with uh, 
rejections and uh, Divya, Divya has mentioned about it very clearly. So uh, I have, the question that comes to my mind is, okay, if we have something to do and some ideas, uh, how do we manage to, uh, let's say, uh, get hold of, uh, you know, we should not lose track of our ambitions usually. So how do you manage to get that ambition and how do you try not to lose it in, in, at any point of time? Be it, G, uh, be it landing a job or be it in the modeling world. How did you try to push yourself each time up? So what was the question we had? I hope you got the question, Divya. Yeah. So ambition for me is something that doesn't let you sleep. It, it's dream. It, it, these are those dreams which you see with open eyes daily. And I think for every individual, uh, it is very important to find a purpose in life. Uh, you are nobody with a purpose. So if you want to, you know, uh, lead a life, I think the first foremost important thing is to find a purpose in life. And it takes a lot of time to find it. But once you have that purpose, I would say, give it your heart and soul, just devote yourself with it. It can be one thing, it can be three things, but whatever you're doing, do it full heartedly because if you're just half-heartedly trying to achieve it, you won't, you know, achieve it. Uh, second is once you know your purpose, plan your life in a way that every single day of your life you're working towards that goal. So from your daily tasks to your three or five year goals. So when I look back and I see where I am today, I planned it five years ago to land here. So for, and I live by a timetable, honestly. I plan when to eat food, when to go to gym, when to meditate, every single activity that I have in my day is planned. So when you start with a planning your day to having monthly goals, these monthly goals should feed into your three-year plans, which finally feed into your long-term plans of five to 10 years. So that is very important. And that is how you ensure that you're, you're on track of achieving your ambitions in life. So uh, coming to the next uh, point. So there's always a point where we have to try to identify a balance between how far we are going and where we need to you know, uh, limit ourselves to. So if you were to put your journey in terms of finding a balance or striking a balance between your goals and uh, if you had any other ambitions as well, uh, how did you try to find a balance, uh, even if it's uh, if it's not something that's achievable? So say if there was something that was not achievable in your context, but you tried to balance it somehow and then manage, uh, how did you try to find a balance between that? And also the second question is, how are you trying to find balance between whatever you're doing in your professional career and your other whatever hobbies or whatever you have? How are you trying to find balance in between? Because what I find is in most, uh, at least uh, I would not generalize it, but rather uh, in a certain context, girls are not really allowed to think too much. They are not given that much of, of uh, you know, in the, in, the, in such a context, it's difficult to, you know, balance things and also how would you uh, go, tell people to go about it? That's one question we actually came up with. We had also, so that was, that was it. So, uh... One thing my parents inculcated in me from very young age was to excel in whatever you're doing, to try to be the best version of myself. 
so when sadly in today's world ambition is always related to work life or professional field but for me if you are an ambitious individual it's a trait you possess in yourself so when i say i'm ambitious i think i'm an ambitious daughter ambitious sister ambitious friend ambitious manager so in whatever domain i am i'll give my best when you strive for excellence in every field you know you you actually come out with that balance and secondly it is very important to understand that you are a product of all the different components that surround you i have seen people who devote their whole life only into work or only into family no things can have like sometimes some things can be 80% important and something can be 20% important but don't neglect anything uh try and identify the priorities of your life and then understand all the different components devote your time also to your friends to fitness to your hobbies and that makes you a complete individual and as i said to achieve that balance discipline is very important so when i say i live by timetable there is a reason for it we have 24 hours in a day and trust me it's a lot so respect time it's the most precious thing in the world don't waste it utilize your time in every day in every month and year very judiciously plan for it uh, you know introspect and understand what are your shortcomings what are your strengths work on your weaknesses and that will give you a direction and purpose and every day try to be a better version of yourself so go towards continuous improvement so as i mentioned before it's important to find a purpose when you have a person be disciplined enough to you know devote your life into it plan your goals and third is continuous improvement work on your shortcomings fourth don't give up stay positive positivity is the key is that icing on the cake which gives you courage to not lose hope in spite of all the rejections all the failures that you have faced every single day trust me it makes you stronger uh, the the taste of success is much more uh, i would say yummier after your face at series of rejections because you value that success in and i have this uh, personal uh, formula of dream believe achieve uh, it's it comes from uh, the law of attraction or manifestation which i thoroughly follow in my life uh, it doesn't mean just sit and dream it means work hard but be courageous enough be positive to dream that you know uh, uh you can achieve it so live that dream with the open eyes dream your purpose the one uh, the purpose to which you want to devote your life to with open eyes believe that you're worth it devote your life to it and then you'll see how the universe conspire for you to achieve it a very very good point over here that you know uh, manifestation does not mean you just sit and dream okay i'll be this i'll be this and it will happen by itself of course i think manifestation requires a lot of your energy because you always have to think positive and that itself requires so much energy so much to be put in and you have to stay focused yes. i think uh, divya has shared some amazing insights guys i think uh, you know normally people just say make a to do list maybe schedule your day you know prepare a timetable or something but she's practically given you an idea how this uh, scheduling helps you throughout your life i mean in, in achieving your long term goals and i really hope we can all learn little bit and you know put this discipline into action in our lives as well 
because most of the times uh, where we lack is persistence we want to do something yes. we dream of something either we get scared of it or we get bored of it and if it's as we told you before if it's not your passion you'll always end up uh, sticking in you know feeling stuck and feeling bored while you're doing the process and that's when you give up on it and that's when you don't achieve it right and then you call it it was difficult so i think a uh, very important uh, thing shared by divya over here which all of us need to note and we should try to inculcate these little qualities that divya has in her which makes her different from all of us which makes her a guest on tv bath at the first place and so yes we should we should adopt that okay divya i have a curiosity question here like you said it requires a lot of courage you know to follow your dreams to follow your heart and sometimes our dreams are a little impractical for the world you know they might seem a little impractical to people as to you know how can you even think of it if i if i consider a personal example here i i am an engineer a graduate in engineering and i am pursuing my journalism at the moment mass communication journalism which is pretty impractical for most of the people around me right also yes. apparently it's a risky field so it's a big thing for a girl to step into this a daring field precisely given the condition of indian media at this moment right so when you were stepping into a very different a uh, career from what you expected to be of course at the end of the day you are a project manager now but in between you had a quite a quite a shift from your actual career right so how was the environment around you and how did you cope up how did you get that courage to follow this line um, i've asked this before but then in a separate a separate context i'm trying to understand as to how did you follow how was the society how did people react and how did you manage all of it right and after that how did you again make a switch to project management i mean after having a full fledged career in uh, modeling how did you make a comeback it's very interesting so i would like to know um, what was your uh, emotional uh, understanding at the moment when you chose modeling as a career and then you made a comeback so uh, thanks lovepreet but i never left my job so i used to go to office i i worked in after my engineering i worked with glaxo smith klein for 3 years so my weekends were devoted to modeling i never left my job yeah because growing up i had this dream of to be that you know leading a big firm and having my own uh, you know uh, team and or maybe company so that dream is still there and i that's why my end goal is i want to land up in an executive leadership role the dream of modeling came in when i entered my university so yeah, yeah. it's it's like that i wouldn't say it's only a hobby because i actually take out time for it it's my passion it keeps me alive it me it empowers me so modeling was always something part time i did alongside my job and uh, after winning the beauty pageant uh, there was a time when i i was featured in a lot of media i did a lot of runways all around india and i actually maintained that balance between my professional career and my modeling career so i always had that two parallel lives going on but uh, after one point I, i realized i'm doing very good in modeling but somewhere in my professional career i didn't feel i was growing my growth was stunted because uh, and in the corporate sector you will get promoted once or twice and then your growth is a bit you know stuck at one position and i felt i'm worth much more and that's when i decided to pursue higher education i applied to a lot of universities and i got a dean scholarship of academic excellence from nottingham trent university it was a golden opportunity and i couldn't miss that and it was one of the most difficult decisions in my life because going to uk to pursue higher education meant 
bidding adieu to my modeling career forever because that time i ne- i didn't know i could go and pursue modeling in uk as well because when you i never saw myself as an international model right to become a model in delhi itself was such a big struggle so but they say if your dreams don't scare you they are not big enough so there i was and i i, I made that tough call and i'm thankful to god i did i did make that call mm-hmm. i chose my higher education so when i said right the 8 months i was applying for jobs daily and i got rejected parallelly i was applying for modeling jobs as well because uh, it it could have been also my part time job and also source of uh, finance for me as a st- on student visa abroad and but that time was actually testing me i think because for that eight months i was getting rejections in the field of modeling as well so daily dual rejections in both the field but when you know uh, when things got sorted when i got job then i also started getting modeling uh, uh, opportunities in the uk yeah, yeah so so like uh, I, i got bigger opportunities actually sorry how, how was the reaction of your family to it and the people around you is in a sense were they all supportive when you decided that you will run them both parallelly also i mean running them both parallelly also meant that you were uh, all out on the stage and you know performing on different places walking on different ramps and taking up different uh, cover- you were covered in media right so were the, yeah. were everyone comfortable everyone comfortable with it was your family comfortable with it or were there some social uh, you know stigmas holding you back at that point uh, initially when i started like that is after my universities i think other than uh, two of my friends my best friends and my sister the whole world actually thought the girl has gone mad and there is this uh, instinct inside after you know when uh, indians are young that we want to enter bollywood and they were like she has gone into that phase and she'll ruin her career and you know they're like she's an intelligent girl what is wrong with her and uh, but uh, when like especially my parents when they realized the dedication and devotion i put into that and they saw how much hard work i was putting into it they were really supportive they never pushed me uh, to you know not you know only to stick to my job they were so supportive that they said if you want to leave your job and pursue full time modeling go for it they were that supportive it was my call that i never wanted to leave my job so yes i'm blessed to have so such supportive parents because when you have them you don't care what the world says so why i asked yeah. you this was because we have had a, a very similar story earlier on sidi was but that, those were the times when we used to do audio podcast so we had navam singh she was she won the pageant miss bihar in 2017 only i suppose and uh, okay. right now she's a budding lawyer she's uh, she's into law and um, she had a very similar story but a little more challenging because something you have to hear that episode we'll just link it here sure, yeah, look into it and you'll also have to see to it but she was such she's such an inspiration and she also told us something similar you know that her family was supportive while the rest of the world was always trash talking and stuff so trust the rest of the world was very harsh yeah, as well very harsh. like the from yeah. from comments on how i look to how much i weigh to my facial yeah, features yeah, yeah. that my teeth are protruded or anything it could it could yeah. not have got meaner and exactly. there was no one so highlighting yeah. highlighting what i'm trying to highlight over here is uh, that if your family is supportive enough if any parents yes. are listening to me right now if parents are supportive enough and they are encouraging their girls at all times uh, i think all the girls can can make them proud and all the girls even if they choose the most daring fields can actually 
make a big name big name for themselves and they can they can do that without without sacrificing their respect and their uh, honor and your honor of course so yes, yes to all the parents who are listening right now you really need to support your girls in whatever endeavors they choose and then you'll get girls like navam and divya who are uh, equally good professionally and uh, equally good in their uh, part time career or their whatever you call it you know the second career Yes, if Pavan will ask her the question. I think about independence now. What is her definition of an independent? Yes, exactly. Woman? So, so you, put, you put it. <laughs> so in this context, uh, you know, uh, the whole uh, point is okay. We have seen how uh, Miss Divya has told about her struggles and uh, and the rejection part is what I like the most because people don't realize nowadays even after applying for ten jobs, twenty jobs, they are like out. Uh, we are very. i know are pessimistic about the market and all and they think they'll not be employed in this context uh, it's also important that we have to carve our own nights and uh, sort of you know start being independent in the sense it's not always about uh, dependent on people to help us uh, help us and all these things so if you want to be uh, given a very short uh, not having much time so i just like to ask in the final thing what do you think about independence in women how do you expect women to create that independence for themselves without any support because not often do we get uh, do women or anybody for that matter get support so easily so in this uh, this is the question so how how do you create your own independence and uh, you know carve a nick for ourselves in one particular way so independence for me is the freedom to live the life of my dreams the power to shape my future the way i want to the will power to you know uplift myself work on my uh, shortcomings and the choice to make my own decisions and talking about decision making yes a lot of times it is associated with finance or monetary capabilities but how do you become financially independent love it what makes you financially independent i think financially independent is when you you don't have to rely on some anybody else you know anybody True. for all the small dreams that you have to buy something maybe to buy your dream yes. car to buy yourself a good dress to buy yourself a good meal you know that that's what you call financial uh, independence in my view but, but what it comes from is that finance that's not the root cause analysis here it's education for me yeah you can only be financially independent if you have the right education okay. now when i say education it's not the bookish knowledge yes <laughs> it adds up if i'm a software project manager yes i really studied mba engineering but it's that exposure which tells you what's happening in the world it widens your horizons you know it opens up all the opportunities all the doors you know which takes you closer to your dreams so okay. education makes any individual irrespective of gender independent so this, that's this education, education also includes you knowing what are the different sources uh, of you know becoming financially independent even at younger ages we see a lot yes. of young girls and boys uh, doing a lot of different things we have had examples you know doing things like you know they were doing things like freelancing and etc at yeah. such a small age and actually earning themselves the pocket money that they usually ask from their like others to other children usually ask from their parents so yes yeah. education also is to explore how you can earn from little skills and passions that you have yeah yes so the exposure like my sister 
or gets a part-time income from content writing. I got my part-time income from modeling. So that exposure of what the world holds for you is education. You know, uh, so education is very close to my heart and I really want that it should be a birthright. Every individual should be entitled to education. It should be like you breathe, you eat and you have the right to education. And that's why, like, if you say my part, part-time career is I'm a student men- mentor with both, both the alumni groups of my universities, engineering and MBA, and with Techemania, where I uh, give them guidance over any engineering or master's abroad, basically educational queries and the career guidance. And in my engineering, I've also taught as part of my university and an NGO called Greenworks. We used to teach in different schools and summer camps promoting education. And this is another goal which I have in my life that when I land up in executive leadership level, I really do something about education because a nation's worth is determined by how educated their youth is. And this would be my message to each and every student who's studying. You're really lucky and uh, that you have the privilege to be educated in any school or university. There are lacks of, you know, you take India's example where they don't have the basic right of education. Right, right. They don't have the resources. They don't have the privilege. They don't have people to teach. To be educated. Yeah, they, they, they want to be educated, but they don't have enough resources. Yes. So yes, of course, we're all lucky and we should take up yes. that as, as something as a privilege, you know, rather than taking it as a burden. Great. I think Divya, yeah. you're an overall personality. What should I say? It's, it's commendable. Uh, she is she's motivated, Yeah, she's motivated you to take up your passion as a career. She's given you the roadmap to it, a practical, achievable roadmap to every every uh, career that you want to pursue. She's telling that education is close to her heart and she's promoting education for everybody. And this is what a young leader looks like, you know, who is not independent herself, but wants everybody, you know, shows everybody the path to become financially and however you want to call it independent. And I believe life is a circle. I am where I am because of a lot of people who contributed in my road to whatever minimal success I have in my life. And it is my duty to give back to the society. I believe in karma and I would request anyone who's capable to contribute to the society in whatever little way of they course, can. Of course. Amazing. Amazing. Amazing words by Ms. Divya. And Pavan and I, both of us are like, we're actually wondering what to say and how to end this because it's already such a wonderful ending. But yes, guys, uh, take out time and uh, go for social volunteering whenever and wherever you can, however you can. Try to share your resources, your happiness and your knowledge with people around and you can do that even by coming up here and sharing your views with us. Divya, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure having you. I'll let Pavan do the ending. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think Lovit, I have to agree, this was a very enlightening and interesting podcast and uh, I hope all our viewers will also like it and uh, don't forget viewers, not only to share this video and like it, but also subscribe to the channel. And with that, see you all again in the next episode. Thank you.